Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. Becoming an employer for the first time is a daunting process. Finding the right person is stressful enough, but then there's so much else to consider. Everything from pay rates right through to workplace legislation. The good news for young farmers is that they don't have to tread this path alone, or indeed pretty much anything to do with farming. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and the Young Farmer and New Entrant Mentoring Program helps by providing insight to producers early in their career. Someone who's embraced this is Samantha Mitchell and Sammy joins me in the AgVic Talk studio. Thanks for your time. No worries at all. Sammy, where do you farm and what do you farm? I farm north of Birchup in a small area called Wichapka and we farm cereals. So wheat, barley, and we do canola, lentils, and then we do some vetch for hay and sheep. We have uh, roughly 500 merino ewes, and that keeps us busy on the off-cropping times. (laughs) Sammy, you said they're we. This is a family property, is it? And you've returned to it? Yes. So it's my dad's and we've been here for quite a few generations. I'm not sure exactly how many. And um, I moved back nine years ago now, full time. So Sammy, you moved back. You had another career in between though, did you? Yeah, I did a bit of everything. I was a bit lost, I think. (laughs) I got into teaching and I decided to have a a gap year, which I'm glad I did now looking back because it made me realise I would not be a good teacher and I, yeah, it just doesn't interest me at all. But um, I studied um, sustainable ag and I studied remedial massage and I'm not sure why I did that now, but yeah, I did that for a few years in Bendigo before getting sick of that and realising my real passion was on the farm, even though when I left school I didn't think I could do it at the time. But I've always been on the farm part-time, so I've always done harvest since I was 16 years old. I've always stopped work, come to the farm and live out the farm for a few months to get harvest done for Dad, but full-time nine years ago. So, Sammy, you said at school and just after you didn't think you could do it. Why is that? Um, Well, there wasn't many females around farming that I knew of, and also I just thought, like, you had to be strong mainly the strong element. I don't know why that bothered me so much, but I just felt like I wasn't strong enough to be a farmer. But yeah, how wrong I was. (laughs) Definitely these days with machinery and everything, you just make the machinery do everything for you. Sammy, you've overcome all of that and quite well, obviously. You've been there for nine years and you're pretty much running the show now, aren't you? Your dad's not there as much? Yeah, so dad bought a property down at Heathcote four years ago now and dad's been down there practically full time and just comes up here a couple of days a month and jumps on the truck and just carts a little bit of grain but if I'm super busy like when I was marking lambs or something he'd come for a couple of days but we've gone through a bit of a transition. We started a couple of years ago but yeah it's really taken into place this year 
So what's helping you with that transition? I understand you've got involved with the Young Farmer and New Entrant Mentoring Program. What's involved with that for you? So I decided to apply for the Young Farm Mentoring because definitely with the transition, I was I knew I was going to come up with quite a few challenges and being young and like I felt like I've got the farming all under control, but the business side of things... I felt like I could definitely improve on. So I applied for that thinking it'd be more business-minded, but as the year has progressed, I've realised I can't do this all on my own, so I need to employ someone. So we've been really focusing on that in the, our little group and it's been really, really good because I have no idea about anything about employing someone and, yeah, the process and everything like that. So it's been really, really worthwhile so, Sammy, there's two sides to that I'm hearing. One is obviously the logistics, i.e. the procedures or the bureaucracy of actually paperwork and everything to get a person on board. But then there's the actual reality of managing a person. Yep. <laughs> I barely can manage myself sometimes. So a person is another little challenge. I'm teamed up with Andrew Bell and he's always had someone working with him for a fair while now. So he gave me heaps of knowledge about his experiences and I feel like that's the best way to learn is from other people's experiences and their mistakes and successes. So how's this helped increase your confidence in terms of taking on an employee? Hugely. I literally had no idea where to start and Andrew has talked me through the whole process and even coming up with an ad and it was really nice. I typed up a rough ad and then sent it to them for them to look at and say anything that was wrong with it, but um, heap more confident because I couldn't do it by myself. So have you put the ad out yet? Yeah, I have a week and a half ago, I think it was. And how's that going? Yeah, good. I've got a few like really good candidates and then you get a whole lot of interesting ones too. And is Andrew helping you? sort the wheat from the chaff and develop a strategy to try and choose someone or interview somebody? Not yet. I'm hoping we're going to have another meeting in the next week or two. I think that's the plan and I feel like I'm capable of seeing the differences but the interview process and selection, I'll um, definitely be quizzing them (laughs) over the next couple of weeks about it because I feel like it's important to ask the right questions from what I understand, Andrew's going to be mirroring your process because his family property's had someone working there for 40 years who's retiring soon, so he's got to do the same. So possibly he's going to be learning along with you. Yeah, that is quite funny when he said that. So um, it's um, good to learn from each other, I think. The mentoring program with Andrew, have you focused purely on employment or is it broadened out to general discussions about running your farm and the future of your farm? Definitely at the start, it was very broad and because when I applied, I had like five or six different things I thought of that I need help mentoring with. So yeah, we were very broad, like even like buying land versus leasing land and budgeting and even with the sheep, I'd like to do more sheep. We talked about that and Andrew's very much in the sheep game. So at the start, we were talking about 
everything and it's quite interesting because yeah you get on tangents and you learn different aspects of the business and yeah it's quite good but I think we've just narrowed it down because I'm in this process at the moment but um, definitely keen to talk about sheep and cropping and land. Sammy at this point what do you think the main thing is you've got out of the mentoring program? The relationship's been really good and having someone that's very experienced on hand to ask questions and that's been really, really handy. Learning about the employment game has been massive for me because me and my dad have not really employed many people over the years. We've employed someone for harvest but not like a full-time employee or anything so I've gained a lot of experience from that. But, yeah, the relationship's been really, really good and beneficial. Sammy, the unusual thing about this mentoring relationship that you've got with Andrew is because of the current times with COVID, I understand you haven't actually been able to meet face-to-face yet. No, unfortunately not. That would be one of the downsides so far, but just the way the world is at the moment. But Zoom has been really, really good, like you still see, and... But, yeah, there's nothing that can compare to -to face-to-face and the interaction you get with meeting someone face-to-face and talking to them. So hopefully, um, even if it has to be next year or something, meet up one time, which would be really good. Sammy Mitchell mentioned the mentor she is working with is Andrew Bell. The day I caught up with Andrew, there was heavy rain on his property near Horsham. It drove him indoors and provided us with some downtime to talk about his role in the program and his farming background. Oh, we're very much a mixed farming business here, Drew. Uh, probably too many things at times, I think. But um, look, our main source of income is from meat and wool from sheep. Uh, we run a, a mixed flock of merino ewes, self-replacing, and also a large mob of first cross ewes for prime lamb production, as well as a cattle operation and also meat goats for the meat trade which is becoming more popular in the last sort of five to ten years and also a wide range of crops from cereals, oil seeds, lupins and also small seed production for clover seed and hay production as well so it's very mixed and there's a, there always seems to be something going on around the place there's not too many dull moments. Andrew, that's quite a mixture. It sounds like a reasonable patch of land. Yeah, look, it's been a long-term family farm, I guess, Drew, where I'm currently the fourth generation to farm here at McKinya, and my father's still active in the farm. He's retired now into Horsham, but uh, he's still out here anywhere between one and sort of three or four days a week helping with uh, with odd jobs and, and shifting sheep and that sort of thing. And my son, who's nearly 19, he's looking to come back to the farm at some stage to keep the whole operation sort of moving along smoothly. So we've been here since, yeah, late 1800s on this property anyway. Andrew, how did you get involved with the Young Farmer and New Entrant Mentoring Program and how did you even hear about them? I'd done some work, Drew, with a company in Bendigo and they approached me earlier on this year to see whether I'd be interested in being a mentor for a young farming person and uh I sort of more or less just jumped at the chance because I've been lucky enough to have a couple of mentors in my life, including my father. So that was sort of made it a very simple uh, idea and to get through and to get going sounded like a great thing for me. 
So it doesn't sound like there was a lot of arm twisting involved. You just were happy to get involved. I mean, is there a motivation beyond that? Well, I just think that we're always hearing about the lack of younger people in agriculture and maybe they're turning away from it in, in some way or another. Farming can be very tough, but the young guys and girls that are getting involved in it at an early age, I think now are starting to see some of the monetary rewards too, which can come in and perhaps have been lacking in the last um, generation as well, with, especially with the wool. So it's just sort of encouraging for the young people to get into it and have a bit of a go. Andrew, you're involved with Samantha in terms of a mentoring program. And one of the things that Samantha is looking for is some guidance in dealing with employees. How many staff do you employ? And what do you think some of the things that you've done that have resulted in successful long-term employee-employer relationships? Well, Drew, we've been uh, very fortunate here that we've had one uh, full-time staff member now for over 40 years. So he's actually made his whole life's work working on this property, firstly for Dad, and then he was able to successfully merge across to work for myself and my wife. And it's very rewarding in the fact that we can go away for a short period of time or a holiday and let our full-time employee basically run the business without having to worry too much about what's going on. And having that long-term relationship has certainly made it easier for the day-to-day running of the property. But um, like everyone, you've got to work on it. Uh, And we seem to be able to get along well. We meet regularly and we also meet with the employee's family in that as well so we can get an idea from them as to their future directions. And it won't be very long before the fellow will be looking towards retirement and will be in the position of having to source perhaps another full-time worker, which will be similar to what Samantha's going through now trying to place ads in papers and media to try and um, select and find the right uh, person for the job. Andrew, it's not far down the track then that you're going to go through a similar process to Sammy in terms of employing somebody coming onto the property. But what do you think things young farmers should know when employing staff other than telling them to find a job indoors when it's bucketing down like it is at the moment at your place? (laughs) But what are some of the things that they should probably know? I think the most important thing is... um, You've got to see the staff member as another person who is, uh, who's wanting to work on the property and within the property and feel valued within the unit of the business. So we spend a lot of time, or most mornings in fact, talking about what's happening for the day and in the business side of things. And it's really got to be a two-way street and it's got to be a very open relationship as well. And if the employee needs time off to do something particular, well then it's pretty important that you sort of realise that and let them do that. And the other thing is to really understand that they're going to have their own ways of doing things and it's not necessarily always the same as the way I would do it or my dad would do it or or the way we've done it on the farm. And so you really have to let them have their responsibility and as long as the job is getting done, it's most important that they're rewarded for getting the job done and not chastised for perhaps doing it incorrectly or in the way that I would have done it or, or my father would have done it. Andrew, you used the term there, reward. In terms of the mentor-mentee relationship, is it a two-way thing? People sometimes have the perception that it's, you know, look, it's really just the mentee who gets everything out of it, but does the mentor get something out of it as well, as far as you're concerned? Yeah, look, very much so, I think, Drew. And uh, I've quite enjoyed talking to, to Sammy on the telephone. We haven't met in person yet. 
look, she's very proactive and a real early adopter and, and that sort of, it makes me think about, um, you know, the way we're doing things here and sometimes because it has been such a long held family farm, you do things in the ways that you've always done them. But when by talking to Sammy and uh, and other people uh, in younger farming roles, you, you can get very, uh, you know, excited about redoing things on your own property in a different way just by talking to them and seeing how they're modernising things with perhaps um, with different sheep handling, you know, equipment or different computer equipment for the cropping side of things they're all up to date with the latest you know podcasts and twitter and instagram which can uh, certainly help in modern farming whereas perhaps some of the older aged farmers aren't as interested in that type of thing so it's certainly a two-way street there drew what would you say andrew to other experienced farmers about possibly getting involved in the program look i think it's been a a great program and I applaud Ag Vic for, for getting into it because it's, uh, it's certainly helping uh, the mentees with their setting their future direction and as I've mentioned the, uh, the mentors tend to get a lot out of it as well and I'm sure that if we weren't in these restricted times with travel etc well, then we'd be meeting up as a group and, and having good one-on-one -on -one chats and group chats about future of farming and how to go about things in a professional way which I think is really what we're all aiming to do to get the efficiencies of planning and profitability on farms and the great way to do that is by meeting and unfortunately at the moment because we can't meet we're doing it via zoom and phone calls but i still think it's working quite well and the mentees at this stage uh, do appear to be getting a fair bit from the coaching if you like of the mentors and the mentors are getting a benefit out of it as well so you'd encourage your, your farming friends to get involved yes yeah, certainly you know i do have farming friends that do mentor younger farmers even in my district here some of the young fellows have come back to the farm from either a shearing career or something else and they just needed that little bit of extra help from some of their neighbors many of whom they've known all their lives but it's just helped to convince them that what they're doing is a uh, is the right way to do it and not necessarily everyone who has the right idea or the same idea how to do things but as long as the outcome is the same or the the reward is the same well I think it's worthwhile Andrew you mentioned it's you haven't been able to meet with Sammy face to face but have you been able to pick up that she's grown and developed during this period I think so, Drew, yes, yeah, and certainly with the advertising for the fact she needs a, a farm worker, we've worked on that one a couple of times over the phone and just sort of tweaking things to get the right ad, to get the right person that she can go forward with on the property and she seems very confident now that that's in process and it should really help to secure her, you know, the person that she wants and needs to help her on the property and uh, she seems a very confident young lady and... Uh, I'm sure she will uh, make the right decision with regard to em employee for the future and uh, the direction of the property. Andrew, you've got a lot of experience to share there, literally four generations of farming in your DNA. Thank you for taking time to share some of that with us in the AgVic Talk studio. Andrew Bell from McKinney, thank you for joining me in the AgVic Talk studio today. Thanks, Drew. I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, let the rain keep falling as I'm watching it out the window here. It's beautiful this time of year. Thank you for listening to Ag Vic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government Melbourne.